0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the U Mad Bro podcast, and I warn you of mature content ahead. This show aims to tackle controversial topics going on in the world on a week-to-week basis. The platform of this program is opinionated and occasionally supported by examples and facts, but does not ever aim to be definite. That being said, the views offered by our hosts and guests are not intended to offend or hurt the feelings of any person, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation, political viewpoint, etc., they only serve as catalysts for poor attempts at humor and maybe a different way of thinking. If you're such an individual that is easily offended or cannot handle your own viewpoints being challenged, you've been adequately warned to not participate. If you're still with us, then please stand, kneel, or lay down. Just be sure to remove your ball caps for the national anthem. What? You mad, bro? <laughs>
1: Nash, we have a lot to talk about this week. Everyone settle down. Settle down. This is the You Mad Bro Podcast, and Nash, me and you are pretty fucking pissed off this week. Yeah. It's, it's- a, a lot of shenanigans happen. Mainly, we are covering in depth the shootings that happened last weekend, probably while we were recording, honestly, um, in yeah. both Dayton and El Paso, or as Donald Trump likes to call it, Toledo. Yeah. Um, so we're <laughs> we pretty much going to cover all that, the politics behind it, and Tucker Carlson saying white supremacy is a hoax. So that was, uh, that was, sorry, just uh, off the topic, Tr- Trump and Joe
0: Biden both got uh, the locations wrong. Yeah.
1: That was weird. It's like how how you have one job, guys. So... <laughs> Ah, you at pod, Instagram, Facebook, you mad bro podcast, all across all social media. You know it by now. I, I, I don't really, I don't really, it, just, it feels wrong to kind of give plugs. when We're going to talk about a bunch of shootings that happened. Yeah, this is a very terrible week. This is not, this is not a week I actually want to cover. It's something I want to cover, but it's something that needs to be covered. So as the national anthem wraps up, let's get into it. Uh, politicians responding to two mass shootings that occurred within 13 hours of each other. That's the crazy thing. Within 13 oh. hours, like 40 people died and double that injured, give or take. Um, Democrats are specifically linking the white nationalist motives that allegedly influenced the shoot on El Paso to Donald Trump's rhetoric. Um, we're going to talk about that and how right or wrong that is. And finally, Nash... Uh, I feel like since we've done this show, I've kind of asked myself the question: Am I a Republican? Like, am I, am I, <laughs> am I, am I, a, am I a conservative? Because I've never really, like, we haven't really, me specifically, I haven't really bashed them for being stupid, and we've kind of like taken their side more things than not. But this week is finally the time where I get to bash Republicans into the dirt for being fucking morons because they are blaming video games, <laughs> dude. Uh, talk about trying to avoid the problem. Yep. Talk about avoiding <sighs> the problem. Uh, well, other politicians are bring up gun control debate. Some, including President Trump, are pointing out video games cause of violence as well as mental health, which is the main thing I agree with personally when it comes to uh, the gun issue. That not like not enough attention is brought onto the shooters Um For good reason and for bad reason. So let's kind of get into the shootings themselves. On Saturday, a gunman in El Paso um, in Texas shot and killed 22 people and injuring 24 others at a Walmart at 1030 in the morning. Uh, Officials believe the alleged shooter left behind manifesto where he described the immigrants at the southern borders as invaders. Now, that word is very, very important. Invaders. Um, We have some links, not links, but uh, words from his manifesto. Um, And that is directly linked to Trump's rhetoric. Like Trump has called the Mexicans uh, invaders. He said it's an, the invasion of the immigrants. Now, does that necessarily mean that it's his fault? Directly, no. I think that's disingenuous. But to say that the Republicans, the Democrats are strictly blaming him and he needs to take responsibility – Yeah, that's a more fair argument, in my opinion. It's a more fair argument, but I would say Trump is indirectly responsible. Like, can you say it's his fault that these people are dead? No. No, I think that's wrong. I think it's a straight-up wrong. The the person to blame is the guy who fucking shot the gun. But to say he was um, motivated by Trump's speeches and rhetoric, that's totally fair because he uses the same words. So he is indirectly responsible, 100%. Hmm.
0: I think, I, think, yeah, I think that's a pretty fair point Just because if you're going to talk Aggressively about it It's not that surprising you get an aggressive result And like you said he borrowed the same language So mm-hmm. clearly there's Either a misunderstanding in the words used Or Well clearly there's a misunderstanding in the words used Somewhere either by us Either by the guy shooting them, Or by Trump himself Clear the messengers and all that. Clear, <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: but before we uh, kind of move forward, I will I will give props to the media uh, for they don't they they are no longer using the shooters names, faces, identity. They don't give this human piece of trash the time of day more than they need to, um, because that's what, they, that's what yeah. they want. They want the notoriety. They want their face and name plastered, and they can be a martyr. Um, so props to them. That's something that's taken a long time to get here, but I don't know his name.
0: A good move on their part. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't know his name. I don't know what he looks like. I only know that he is, they are both straight white males in their early twenties, which is another thing. Like, you know, people, people call love to call like transgenders, the LGBTQ, the term mentally ill. Um, you don't see, not one of those shooters ever has been gay, trans, or queer, or part of that community. Not one. Every single, or a woman for that matter, every single shooter ever, going back to Columbine, has just been a straight white dude. Hmm. That's, that's pretty interesting. It's just, it's, 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 it's crazy. It's every single one. Straight white dude. Uh, and in his manifesto, uh, he says he's, quote, defending the U.S. from an, another, quote, cultural and ethnic replacement brought by an invasion. Fuck. There you go with the Trump lingo. Yep. He can go fuck himself. He can rot in hell. Um, quote, this attack is a response to the Hispanic invasion of Texas. They are in- instigators, not me. I am simply defending my country from culture and ethnic replacement brought on by an invasion. Uh, now, clearly, this kid was troubled. Um he want he wanted America to be divided into territories for each race. He is against race mixing. So, I guess he wants a portion of the section for Asian people, a portion of the country for whites, a portion of the country for blacks, Hispanics. Like, how sick do you have to be to think like that?
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of. <clears throat> I think that kind of that kind of revolves around the whole issue. Mostly is that guy was so deeply racist. Mm -hmm. You know, the issue here really is how separated he was from society at large by how racist his thoughts were. You know, that's sort of uniquely his. It's not, I think it's, well, probably not necessarily uniquely his in the case of mass shooters. I think a lot of it stems from that. And that's really what the issue is that nobody wants to talk about is that there is like a clear divide in in this sort of racist speech, this racist ideology. Like you, you can blame the guns as much as you want, but it's his racism that drove him there.
1: Mm-hmm. The gun was bought legally, um, but he, I think he, he is in custody right now. And I believe Texas wants to, Texas is also trying to charge him as a domestic terrorist, which again, th- good yeah Um, finally they're they're not calling him they're calling him exactly what he is he is a terrorist plain and simple he's a terrorist another another props to the media again for calling him what he is a terrorist it's taken a long time to get here but if there's any like good to try to pull from this that the media is kind of getting their shit together in terms of Mm -hmm. how how to deal with these people now you do not want to give them more attention they deserve but i think it isn't kind of important to attack their his mental health these people's health in general so nash i'm gonna ask you who is to blame for these tragedies (sighs) who is to blame
0: that's pretty it's a loaded question i feel like well no i feel like a lot of people sort of have this question because and i think that's kind of what deters people from trying to find a solution is because it's not clear cut for for a lot of people like what the actual issue is because if you say guns you can take away guns and someone isn't going to be able to shoot you you know what i mean but they're still going to be able to do other things they're still going to be able to make a bomb out of fertilizer still going to be able to go stab people Uh, that happens all over the world when when somebody gets in that mindset to do damage, they're going to find the ways to do it. And it is definitely easier here because of the guns. But for me, this is sort of the byproduct of a massively divided culture. This is what happens when you put two radical ends at odds with each other and pit them against each other like they're enemies and not like they're the same people when like they're not in the same country under the same flag, mm-hmm. because well, what was most of his argument? He felt like his country was being invaded, and which is preposterous. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. It's not an invasion.
1: <laughs> it's it's literally people trying to leave their quote shithole country. Yeah for a better life. I mean that that's Exa- at, at 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 its core that is what immigration is. You are trying but, yeah. to find a better life. Now the means immigration
0: of- in all terms you're trying to go yes. from a place that can't bring you prosperity to a more prosperous place. Or at least that, that's what you think it is.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know that's where the, that's where the trouble that's where the trouble comes like how do you do it? Properly, like, and it has to be done properly. And you know, we've talked about the US's immigration system and how it does need to be reformed. I totally agree; it needs to be reformed somehow. It needs—I think—it needs to be easier for someone to leave a terrible position and to come to the greatest country in the world. It needs to be easier for them to become a citizen. And I think we need—we do need to be more sympathetic for where they're coming from. But you, at the same time, you cannot just have open borders. Yeah, you can't. It's very dangerous. It's it's, it's, that's incredibly dangerous. Yeah, it'd be absolute chaos.
0: Like, there should definitely be more incentive for people who are incredibly successful or masters in their field. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, you should have as many of those people as you can get in your country because they're, you're only going to see an increase in quality of life. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think this is literally just an, an amalgamation of America's distrust for itself. Mm-hmm. I think everybody is on such... Unstable territory because you're pulling people to radicalism. And a lot of times I don't think they even know what they're signing on for. Like, like, have you ever, have you ever seen the Fleckus talks? No. It's this YouTuber. He's uh Republican and he, he'll go to uh, rallies and, you know, liberal riots. And he'll just ask very generic questions to people protesting and oftentimes they can't give him the answer. Right. They don't know what the answer is. And he's perfectly respectable. Right. You
1: know? He's not being he's a dick. N-
0: he's Yeah, he's he's not being a dick. He's not, you know, tr- like n- trying to make fun of them. And he's always courteous to people. He doesn't like make fun of them or who they are or what they're doing there. He just sort of says very generic things. Like, why are you here? What's the problem?
1: What's it, what's his name?
0: Fleckus. Fleckus Talks. It's on YouTube um got them and i'll look look them up and they're pretty funny just because a lot of the people there don't know why they're there and it's like if you're going to protest something i i 100 percent without a doubt support your ability to protest because that's one of the best ways to enact quick change especially in our government Mm -hmm. but if you're going to protest willy-nilly you're creating a problem if you don't actually have strong enough beliefs for what you're protesting or an
1: understanding of what it is that you are protesting, you shouldn't be there. There is a right way and a wrong way to protest. There are people outside Mitch McConnell's house at like one o'clock in the morning just making noise, screaming, fuck you, Mitch, like all but, you know, just crazy shit, like do something, do something. That's the wrong way to protest that. Yeah, like that's not helping anything. I get I get people are frustrated. I get it. Yeah, I'm frustrated, too. But that is that, that is not how you protest. Now, the right way and, to protest, uh, when Ohio Governor Mike De- DeWine spoke at a vigil on Sunday, the crowd met him with the responding chants of just do something, just yelling, do something. And I, that, I feel like, is the right way to protest because they're right. You got to fucking do something, anything. Do something. And, that,
0: and that's the position he's in to do something. Right. And that's why you should respect a protest like that, because they're not saying they have the answers. They're not saying that what they are, what they're there for is absolutely right. They're saying that something needs to be done and nothing is being done. Mm -hmm. Nothing has been done for years. And and this is another thing that's God, this show is probably going to make me angry. Well, definitely has made me very angry when I was going over it. But for both sides, both political sides, hire people to go protest. Mm-hmm. I think I think I've read more. Liber- I think I've heard or read more liberal outlets doing it. Um, But I don't statistically know the average, but both sides are definitely doing it. And if you are one of those people, you got to understand that by doing that, you're getting people killed. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that's a far fetched statement to make. If it is. Tell me I'm
1: wrong. But again, again you're- it's you're indirectly getting people killed.
0: Yeah, you are, because you're creating you're creating a if the if the problem was real, you wouldn't need people to get paid to stand there and say it. And it's really just sort of. Like I've been to some protests. Most of the times just to, like, take pictures of them, mm-hmm. just to observe, because I really like I, I, I'm not going to protest for something unless I'm 100 percent behind it. And. This is just absolute destruction of that system. When you have people who don't really care or aren't doing anything, you're making a force that has actually created change and been productive in our culture, you're making it worthless. Better, even worse, you're kind of making it a weapon because you're creating more confusion.
1: And not only that, Nash, but people go to protests to sabotage protests and get violent to make their protest look bad. Yeah. Like people like you'll you'll see like a Democrat or Republican go to the opposite side and start stirring shit and try to get that protest shut down. This for, this just to cause violence.
0: Exactly. And if I'm going to reference Fleck's talks, I think that's one of the good things he does, because he is, I think, there as a Republican. I'm not 100% of that with that, but usually that's kind of what his things are targeted around. But he doesn't disturb it. Right. He just pulls people aside who aren't in the thick of it, and he just asks them. And it's it's really just agitating just to see that because protesting is an incredible thing, but now it has no value. Mm Mm-hmm. It has it has zero value because so many people have just abused it.
1: <sighs> well, from there, Nash, let's go over to what happened in Dayton, Ohio, just 13 hours after the El Paso shooter. Um, he went to a popular neighborhood filled with bars. He opened fire wearing a bulletproof vest and a mask, killing nine people, including his own sister. Another 27 people were, were injured and police killed a shooter after 30 seconds. So he did all of that damage in 30 seconds. Now, I hear things like that and I go, fuck, maybe the Democrats are right. Maybe we do need to have an assault rifle ban. Um, It's hard to argue against that. Um, Like this, this, these stories, and this reading it, it really, it challenged, it challenged my views this week, honestly, Um, which is good. I think it's for me, it's a good thing because my, my views are always being challenged.
0: No, I think that is an incredibly healthy thing. And if I think your views aren't, being challenged, I don't think you're thinking about them enough.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I, I am pro-gun. I do believe in a Second Amendment. I don't think guns are necessarily the problem, but it's very hard to argue that a gun is not a problem when 30 seconds, just 30 seconds, this tragedy was just 30 seconds long, and mm-hmm. it, it, it it changes lives forever. Uh, this guy had a hit list and a rape list in high school. He allegedly purchased guns with ex- he used legally purchased gun and he bought extended mags. So, absolutely crazy, absolutely crazy what happened. But now we get to the politics of it because immediately after things like this happen, politics happen immediately. They get they get twerked, they get they get tweeting, they get posting, they get talking, and it doesn't help and. I am a little more sympathetic to Democrats on this one, because I I think they're they're in the right here with their thinking, uh, and the Re- Republicans are just fucking morons, completely ignoring the issue. Um, mm-hmm. We had Kamala Harris presidential candidate tweet: "Gun violence is a national emergency in this country," and honestly, yeah. right now, I hundred percent agree: gun violence is a national emergency.
0: Yeah, I yeah. Uh, just for sake of clarity, or for everybody listening. I too, you know, support the Second Amendment right to bear arms because um, first off, it's sort of the reason we are a country today. Mm -hmm. Second off, it has deterred us being attacked in the past. In World War II, there are reports made that on the Axis side that it would be a bad move to invade the united states because the second you got to the appalachian mountains or the rocky mountains you'd be fighting tooth and nail with every single citizen mm-hmm. in the country because of how well armed they are but uh, assault weapons it, it's it's getting ridiculous and the the ar is technically you can by So an AR is basically made up of two primary components. There's the firing mechanism, which is, you know, the chamber, the trigger, the where you put the magazine, the handle. And that, based on the specifications of how the government defines a pistol, is classified as a pistol. The other components are the barrel, which, because the AR you can just essentially disassemble. You can take it apart. It's a two-part gun. And so that's that, I say this all just because it's sort of a reasoning of the issue in this legislation, because if you don't know anything about guns and you're writing legislation about it, the job isn't going to get done.
1: Right. Just plain and simple. And now I, if, hmm. if, if you want an AR-15, if you want an assault rifle, I believe you should be able to get one. I don't think. well it's incredibly hard to get an assault rifle this is the thing of why that's what i mean but it should be extremely difficult you need to prove you honestly at this point you need to prove that you're not gonna use it like what you need you need to you need to defend why you want one and why you need one and you should like without a shadow of a doubt need to go through so many hoops hoops and trials because you don't need one you don't no one needs one but you should be able to have one
0: the uh the AR, it's it's that's why they use it because it's you can classify the firing mechanisms as a pistol
1: mm-hmm.
0: be, because it meets those specific requirements and length and other specifications. But the it's an incredibly unreliable gun. That's why a lot of people don't necessarily own them to begin with because it's really expensive. It's really complicated mechanisms that aren't always that good comparatively it's what mm-hmm. li- it's likely to jam it's likely to misfire and one one of my big issues and sort of i guess what i'm calling to you if you do own a gun i guess now is sort of the time to step up and actually secure it because i'm around the gun culture a lot, a lot. and most people that i know that own guns i can almost guarantee that they're not locking them up In the proper way. Mm -hmm. Every time you buy a gun in the United States, you're given a you're given a gun lock and it looks like a sort of metal rope slash chain that you can feed through the magazine, through the barrel at the chamber and lock it together so that nobody can fire it. You have to take this chain off, which is incredibly hard to take off and it's cheap, but you're given one every time you buy a gun. So there isn't an excuse to not have your gun locked up, and you definitely should. You 100% should. Because I guarantee you just doing that will help a lot of the issues going on. Because they're not always getting the guns legally. Right. Yeah, to
1: continue with
0: what you were saying.
1: Uh, just more more uh, responses from political figures I think my favorite one did you see the Beto O'Rourke clip
0: I don't think I did
1: so the the, the, he, the press kind of swarmed him asking him questions oh yeah yeah and did, he, goes, he goes he goes he like, got fed up he goes he's like, he literally says press what the fuck like why are you asking me these stupid questions Um, he says he's talking about Trump he calls Mexican immigrants rapists and criminals he is not tolerating racism and violence, he is promoting it. Um now I like this because this was not a political statement. This was not like a tweet's thoughts and prayers, we need something to be done. This was just raw, real emotion. This was Beto O'Rourke, the man who is frustrated and fed up and not the politician. Um w- which I think was I think we need more of that, honestly, in our politicians. Like this was just like damn Beto Good for you. Just tell tell us what you feel, man. Like it was it was just, yeah. it was great. Whereas someone like Cory Booker, um, again, kind of kind of came on, seeing MSNBC, and he said when Donald Trump uses words like infestation, invasion, shithole countries. He incites violence. No, I do I do partially agree with that. I do think he is inciting violence. Uh, he refuses – he said he refuses to condemn neo-Nazis and white supremacists, which Trump does and has done many times. So that is something the left needs to get right, that Trump has come out multiple times, including Charlottesville, condemning white supremacists and neo-Nazis. Yeah, multiple he times. Did.
0: Yeah, he did after – I think he made a statement after these shootings about condemning racism.
1: He, he has. Yeah. So – to say that Trump is a supporter of these people is just factually inaccurate. It's just, it's wrong. To, it's wrong. I, I don't, I don't like Trump. I think he's a shitty president and a dumbass. But <laughs> I, to say he supports white supremacy is, it's, it's wrong. It's just wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah. I at, mean, at
1: least give him that.
0: <laughs> I would, I don't understand why there isn't a crackdown on white supremacist groups like I don't think the KKK is labeled as a terrorist group when how else do they operate right you know they want people to be afraid of other races and they lie and miscue things so that other people are yep go ahead they use use fear to to, they use fear to prop themselves up Uh, that's
1: what terrorists do Mm mm-hmm it was fear as a weapon. Now, Booker also always also said he uh, he demands that a gun license should be enacted, which I also 100% agree with. Um, take a class, learn the safety and dangers of a gun, educate people how to use guns, educate people on guns, and that is the right kind of gun control. Yeah. Education.
0: Um, Education. To, yeah.
1: to, to, to say that you shouldn't go through a class and you shouldn't, need a license to carry a gun, I think is ridiculous. I think it's fucking ridiculous at this point. Um, yeah, well, yeah, definitely at this point, I'd agree with that. I don't I don't know how to use a gun. I've shot a gun, sure, and it's the greatest thing ever. And honestly, shooting a gun made me feel so powerful. I'm not going to lie. It made me feel amazing. But I should not be able just to walk in, pass a background check, and walk out with a gun without learning how to use it. That's incredibly dangerous.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree and I think you know just to you know restate that point if you if you do own a gun of any sort you should keep it under lock and key Mm -hmm. but one of my this is kind of why I'm conflicted on this is because if I see more people with more mass shootings like I'm sorry but the police were there in under a minute and he still had what fifty-four people that were affected by him shooting his own sister. Yeah, uh, under a minute. Like, uh, I'm sorry. At some point, but I, I'm gonna protect myself. Like, I'm a pretty big guy, but any any bullets gonna <laughs> any bullets gonna put me down. Mm-hmm. Any bullets gonna put anybody down. And if if a minute isn't quick enough maybe the five seconds for me to get a gun is. And I, I'm i rational. I have no mental health issues. And so that'd probably be in my best interest to do that. I'm not suggesting anyone go buy a gun out of fear because then you're more likely to misuse it. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of things about guns and I'm confident in my ability to use one. But it's, you know, uh, one thing, another thing, just sort of about the places that are targeted, because they're usually places, they're usually gun-free zones. And I don't know what it is about for every state, but I know in Tennessee, if you have a sign that says no firearms on the front door, you have that place of business has a legal requirement to be able to have personnel and equipment That can detain firearms. Mm -hmm. You can't just put up a sticker.
1: That's not going to do anything.
0: The sticker doesn't doesn't do anything other than say nobody here can protect themselves from a gun. That's all it does. Mm -hmm. Yes, they can fire you if you bring one in, but they can't take legal action against you. In fact, you could probably sue them if they took your gun away without having the equipment to actually store and take away that gun. Because you're hurting everybody when you do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And because that's the places that those are the kinds of places that are attacked stores. So if you go to a, again I don't know what it is for every state, but if you go to a store and they say no firearms, but and that's it,
1: they're just making themselves a target. Yep they they're going to be more vulnerable. But Nash, before we move on to the Republicans, I want to touch on something that Trevor Noah said from the Daily Show, and this was just like. Very rational, and it's very hard to disagree with this. He says, The argument that we lose more lives to medical errors and car accidents than, gun, than guns fundamentally misses the human element of what Americans are fighting for, and that is trying. Medical errors happen, but we try to minimize them with new laws and new systems. Car accidents happen, so, you, so to drive a car, you need a license. Dangerous cars are banned, and there are random stops to check for drunk driving. That's the difference, Trying. Yeah. And I, I just like, damn, Trevor, I, I I don't really agree with a lot of stuff he says either, um, nor the Democrats in general. I have bashed the Democrats heavy on this show. I'm not a big fan of the Democrats, but in this particular case, they're on the right side here. They have the right thinking. It's not 100 percent like clear and on the right, but they are more like minded on this issue than the Republicans are. Nash, what do you think?
0: I think. Well, I think that their response is definitely more educated. If you're going to blame video games, just shut your mouth and sit down because that's the most idiotic thing I've ever heard.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, the uh, countless studies have been done that prove that video game uh, unbiased studies from every side and they all show that if anything, video games decrease your stress and that's about it. I don't make you I I think I think more often than not, these video games make less shooters because of this, because there's a certain amount of frustration people can get out. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you're playing
1: a violent game. I mean, people have been making this argument for decades. You know, before it was movies, violence in movies. Before that, it was rap music and the violence in rap music. Before that, it was rock and roll in the 70s. You know, rock and roll is going to make your kid do the marijuana drug. Like, and before that, it was something else. Before that, it was something else. So this isn't a new, like... Thing from uh, a new defense, but it's just as idiotic and just as inaccurate. Now, the Republicans didn't all say that. Um, Like, you had someone like Lindsey Graham tweeted: "El Paso shooting is sick and senseless. Time to do more than pray. Time to enact common legislation, common sense legislation in Congress to empower states to deal with those who to deal with those who prevent." Present A danger to themselves and others I can't read While representing While representing Robust due process uh, May not have mattered here But red flag laws Have proven to be effective In states that have them Nash can you explain What red, red flag laws are um, Like they label somebody That can't um, own a firearm I think It's pretty much like, like Friends loved ones Can pretty much report you Saying hey th- yeah, This guy might be you. a danger Do not give him a gun don't think he's
0: stable enough to own or operate or Which, be around a firearm.
1: Great, great law. Because yeah. who's what who's going to know better than your friends and family if you are mentally stable? And sometimes they don't even know. But it's 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 better than the government saying it.
0: It's when some people you know don't do. It's people not doing anything that causes the problem. So we should have more incentive to do that. But just to go back to one of the points you made about sort of rap music, you know, that was in the eighties and nineties, that was reflective of the environment that was being lived in. Mm -hmm. That's why there was so much talk about it because that's just what was going on. It was braggadocious without a doubt. A lot of it is, but a lot of it spoke to the negative aspects of that. And the more sort of rap music as a whole has evolved, it's sort of denouncing that environment. You know, no, no rapper wants to live in that same environment. They want to get out of it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, it's (laughs) like they came from a difficult time to get out of that more difficult time into a better way of life. And I think you see that more often now in culture than sort of praise for violence. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it changed. It changed because they saw the negative impact of it. hmm And so
1: why can't legislation? Because, honestly, Nash, uh, I, heard, I heard Tulsi Gabbard, um, I think that's her name, on the Joe Rogan podcast. This was from months ago. I finally listened to it, though. And she is the senator from Hawaii, presidential candidate, Democratic side, obviously. And she said... One of the first things you do when you like a freshman orientation into Congress is that you are immediately divided. Like you walk down the aisle, the Republicans on the right, Democrats on the left, and there's very little interaction with each other. Um, And both sides – she said this – both sides put party above country consistently. They are taught to not interact with each other. Um, And that is is why um, I love – podcasts in general because it's the no- you would not hear that story on the news the news is a six minute segment to get your shit out and it's the most it's the mo- probably one of the most poor ways to communicate and to just dis- and to distribute knowledge because like she was on the podcast for two and a half three hours and i was like same thing with andrew yang i was like damn i like your ideas i would probably vote for either of them as a candidate it made me think more about universal income you know kind of getting off topic here But the division starts in Congress, where they're taught to not interact with each other. Yeah. Which is is fucking absurd.
0: It's sort of, it reverberates, like the divide isn't necessarily with the American public. It exists there for sure, but who's the one dividing them? The, you got to
1: think about that. The media and the, the politics in the media. Polit- politics and media. And the media is controlled. Well, the, the media is controlled by the Democrats, liberal liberals. Um, they, they own it. They own it. They own the media. And Republicans control government. There's your divide.
0: And, and you know, it's.
1: <sighs> That's the divide right there.
0: It's it's just a sad state of affairs altogether. I feel like the if I feel like the only chance is as if somebody that was more middle ground or at least leaned towards middle ground and like in a genuine way. Like if they got if they broke that glass ceiling just a little bit to get their head through that, I think they would win unanimously. Mm -hmm. But I don't think either party would allow that to happen because it
1: isn't their party. And that's sort of. They put party over country, always. But Nash, it's time for me to go on a rant here because this – I just had me pissed off just writing this. You can see in the notes how angry I was. Um, Lieutenant Governor of Texas Dan Patrick told Fox News he believed the two were related on Sunday. Uh, The two shootings were related to violence in video games. What's changed in this country, he said. We've always had guns. We've always had evil, he said. But what's changed – uh, what's changed where we see this ra- uh, this rash of shootings? And I see a video game industry that teaches young people to kill. Really? Well, maybe this is me now. Maybe it's because a shooting happens every other week, and Americans are so desensitized to shootings. Fuck you, guy! All right, fuck you hard. Maybe it's not the video games, it's the fact that these shootings happen within 13 hours of each other, and I'm not surprised by it anymore. I'm just like, oh, another one? Of course. Maybe that's the fact it was desensitized to fucking shootings in a school, at a Walmart, a hospital, a church, a movie theater. Video games has nothing to do with it. He says this may be a, viol- this, this, this was maybe a, viol- a video game to this, e- this evil demon, a video game to him. You think shooting up a Walmart is like a video game? He has no sense of humanity, no sense of life. He wanted to be a super soldier for his Call of Duty game. Fuck you. People died. Real people fucking died. And you're going to have the gall of fucking playing video games?
0: (sighs) I I don't think I could agree more. I think that's just lazy and idiotic and more damaging than anything. That just... it, It just demonstrates how... Little effort you want to put in to everything by making a scapegoat that an idiot wouldn't agree with.
1: (sighs) It's absolutely crazy. Absolutely fucking crazy. Uh, And anyone who thinks video games is the problem, seriously, shut the fuck up. You're. you're a big part of the problem with this idiotic yeah. trash like that. Everyone has right to be stupid, but fuck you, seriously. Uh, Trump responded, "Quote: He made a, he make a nine minute uh, speech." The uh, Monday morning, he said, quote, we must stop the glorification of violence in our society. This includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. It's too easy for troubled youth to surround themselves with a culture that celebrates violence. We must stop to subs- substantially reduce this. And this has be- has to begin immediately. Again, Trump, fuck you. During the press conference, he also uh, condemned uh, white supremacy quote in one voice our nation must condemn racism bigotry and white supremacy hey Cory Booker I'm going to send this to you um these sinister ideologies must be defeated hate has no place in America um he also calls on mental illness and hatred pulled the trigger not the gun that is a great line whoever wrote that is a great line um because it's 100% true mm-hmm he promoted red flag laws um And the mental health. Now, mental health is, I think, is a big issue. Um, Now, I mentioned earlier that the media does a lot of things right when they talk about the shooter and a lot of things wrong. The shooter gets none of the blame here.
0: It. You can't. That's tricky water. You can't blame society as a whole because if that was the case we'd
1: all be doing it. Right. I don't I don't blame society. I blame the guy who shot the gun more than anything. I blame yeah. the I blame the monsters that killed people. Yeah. And I think that's right. But that that those two guys are the most responsible. They're the most responsible than anything, than anyone. More, more than the guns, more than mental health, more than anything else, the person who actually shot them are the most responsible. Yeah. P- period. And you don't see that. And you had the guy from El Paso, extreme rightist, uh, extreme far right wing, Um, crazy. And the media has been jumping down this guy's throat, you know, right, right, supremacy, right, supremacy, right, supremacy. But the guy the next day was an extreme leftist. And it took some digging to actually find that out because I was like, wow, there's a lot of information on this guy from the one shooting, but not so much on the other. Now, granted, he was dead. Um after like a minute, but you don't hear that on CNN, MSNBC, ABC, whatever. You do not hear that this guy was an extreme leftist. You're not going to hear it because it doesn't push their agenda.
0: And this is sort of, just to give my sort of understanding, I'm going to say a few things. Yeah, I've been thinking about a way to put this point together that's easy to understand. When people are pushed into a corner, they create. They're willing to take almost anything to get out of it, you know, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and a good example, you know, the movie, The Dark Knight, you know, why do they you know, why does Alfred say the Joker exists? Because Batman exists. And I know that's a novelty example, but it makes the point pretty obvious. Right now, we have two extremes, from the Republicans and the Democrats at levels that they've never been this extreme. And it's pretty evident when there are mass shooters going on and they are heavily aligned in a political, you know, their ideology is heavily stemmed from a political understanding often more than anything that that's kind of the root of the issue. Look at America throughout its entire history. It's been easier to own a gun. Any any time period you go back farther, the farther you go back, it's been easier to own a gun. It's been easier to own a gun. It's been easier to go gun, and shootings like this didn't happen. So what what's the what that for me? That's just the big key factor that's changed, is you have a culture that is trying to divide itself more than anything, mm-hmm. and you have people left on two extremes, and if you keep pushing them and pushing them farther into the extreme you're going to get an extreme result. Mm -hmm. And this is just a byproduct of that because no one's trying to help each other. Or at least politicians certainly aren't trying to help each other. People that are, you won't hear about them. Because it's not as spicy. Because the people who want you to see them, people who are on the media don't really care to see it. Because as terrible as it is, Uh, Walmart getting shot up is more interesting. And. uh, There there just needs to be a change and it's not going to come from politics. It isn't. That's clear as day.
1: Yeah. Not a goddamn chance. And,
0: And people forget in the U.S. Very quickly how much impact they have on that arena Mm -hmm. they forget that they are that arena they are the creators of it and it takes about I think 5 to 10 years for everybody to forget that you'll have a big change in the US look at the civil rights movement 5 to 10 years after MLK was shot it got worse it got violent. Because you forgot.
1: It's just it's just a crazy situation. It's a shitty situation. Nash, I think I'm going to table the whole mental health t- topic and discussion because we are running out of time here. and I do want to get some other things. Um, But before we do one thing, I think the media needs to do more. Um, this is what Phil DeFranco does. And I think it's something that needs to be done more. Fuck the shooter. Fuck the manifesto. Fuck the politics and arguing. Let's talk about the victims and the people who saved lives and sacrificed their own to save others. The actual heroes of this story. That is the law enforcement and the American people. Um, So we have Jordan and Andre... And and, Ch- and Cho Chondo, I'm so I'm so sorry I got their names wrong, but I'm sorry. Uh Jordan died directly shielding her baby, while Andre died trying to shield them both. Their baby survived. So to those two people, thank you. Um, mm. you are true heroes, you save your child. Your child has a future. Um, unfortunately, they're gonna they, he has to do it without two loving parents. David Johnson stepped in front of the government the gunman to save his wife and granddaughter. Both survived, though Johnson was killed. Again, thank you. Yeah. Um, and finally, Glendon Oakley. In an interview with CNN, Oakley said uh, he heard gunfire. He ran towards a playpen where children were playing without their parents, grabbed as many children as he could, and ran away. Again, a true hero. Um, and these in times like this, this is what's most important. The people who survived and the people who are living true heroes. You know, superhero movies is the biggest genre in movies the past 10 years. But those are just movies. These are the real fucking heroes. These are the real Americans. These are the real people. And it's going to be stories like these that unite this country again.
0: Yeah. They actually did something that was zero self concern. Mm
1: -hmm. And to say what I do, what these people did I would like to think I would, uh, especially to save a loved one, family member, friends. But would I honestly, Nash, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't I don't know what I would do. I couldn't tell you. I want to say I would be one like, like, like one of these heroes, but I don't know if I have the courage to do that.
0: I, I don't think anybody knows unless they're, until they're in there. Until they're there.
1: So. It's, it's sad these people are gone, but their memory is not forgotten. Yeah. And from there, we're gonna put this story the rest. It's just until it happens again. Because it's inevitable, it's gonna happen again. Well, it's gonna happen. So we're gonna table it for now. Guys, tell us what you think. Comment below. Um whether you're Democrat, Republican, liberal, fucking I don't care. Pescatarian. Anyone else has nothing to do with politics, <laughs> but pescatarian. Um well, we don't we don't care. We don't care. Just I just, I just wanna know what you guys are thinking, what the solution is. Just let us know what you think. Um, I really wish Ricky could have been on the show because you know, his background in psychology, yeah, I think would have been a, a great addition, but he is busy today launching our Patreon page for wrestling. So yay, wrestling. From there, we go to Tucker Carlson, who is a friend of the show, Nash. <laughs> we've talked about him. We've 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 talked about him before in the Lost Archives. Um but he comes up again. The before time. Before uh, where times were okay. where times were right. easier.
0: Okay. He said this before. Yeah. <laughs> I'm he, sorry. You, he, start. He has, you start. He has said this before, but
1: poor timing there, Tuck. Now it's important. Now it's important because, dude, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, Tucker Carlson, and fuck you, Fox, and fuck you, Republicans. God! You know, sometimes I enjoy Tucker Carlson because he kind of has a point sometimes, and other times he just brings on the most extreme leftists to make the left look stupid. So there is a method to his madness. But fuck you. How can you sit there and have the gall to say that white supremacy is a hoax? As I said earlier, every single shooter in this country, mass shooter, every single one of them is a straight white male. Find me one that isn't and I'll give you a dollar. (laughs) <laughs> and it's probably yeah. better to say most of them are probably white supremacists even a guy who's a far leftist probably a white supremacist uh, but he has, his Fox show Tuck Carlson tonight he said it's not a real problem in America it's a hoax um, so let me guess this was something Bill Maher said the other day too so props to Bill Maher he said so wait Russia isn't a hoax white supremacy isn't a hoax uh, the, the 2016 election wasn't a hoax but Fucking Hillary Clinton trying a sex dungeon out of a pizza pizza parlor, that's totally real.
0: <laughs> that's pretty good.
1: It's good. Qu- props to Gilmar. I was like, that's a good one. I'm going to steal it. <laughs> uh, um, also, one thing I do want to say about the violence in video games before we move on here, because I forgot to say this, it's a really good one, too. So let me get this straight, Republicans. You care so much about real guns. You don't want to restrict or ban real guns. But the fake ones, you're going to get (laughs) Get rid of the virtual guns. No, they got to go. They got to go. They're a danger as opposed to real fucking guns that kill people. (laughs) Fuck you. Fuck you with a capital F and Tucker Carlson. So hashtag fire Tucker Carlson, which began trending on Twitter after Fox News said white supremacy is a hoax. It said, quote, not a real problem in America. It's a hoax. He said, quote, if you assemble a list, a hierarchy of concerns of problems in this country faces where where would white supremacy be on a list? Right up there with Russia, probably. It's actually not a real problem in America. God. And Russia what? is also another problem in America. That's just a fact. Yeah, Russia. What is... I mean, granted, I,
0: was he talking specifically about the Trump Russia thing or he just said Russia in general?
1: Yeah, the whole. Mainly, mainly Trump Russia. What it is, do you it mean? is Russia. Is,
0: Russia is kind of a global issue. Yeah,
1: yeah. Russia is probably one of God. the biggest issues. You say this, this, this is this is a country where the average person is getting poorer, where the suicide rate is spiking, white supremacy—that's the problem. This is a hoax, just like the Russia hoax. It's a conspiracy theory used to divide the country to hold to, to hold on power. That's exactly what's going on. So Nash, I ask you. Is white supremacy a hoax?
0: My reasoning is I would put white supremacy near the bottom of the list for sure. I wouldn't put Russia near the bottom of the list. But the issue why white supremacy wouldn't be at the very bottom is because it doesn't nothing happens to it. There isn't. I just I just said I think the KKK is a terrorist group and it's kind of hard to say it isn't. So why isn't anybody dealing with that? That That's kind of the thing when you get to white supremacy is no matter what your thoughts on it, if it's a hoax or not, nothing really happens about it. And I mean, nothing is done to sort of deter from that. Do you get my reasoning? Yeah, 100 percent. Still an issue, blatantly, just because a lot of white people manifestos about Christendom and then them killing people exist. hmm
1: I think it's a big and issue.
0: You think it's a big issue? Yeah,
1: white supremacy, I think, is a big issue.
0: Um, I just feel like most white people I know aren't about their supremacy.
1: Well, no, but you... like. <sighs> It's like not not all not all Trump supporters are racist, but all racists are Trump supporters. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) That's that's the Joe Rogan man, me and him on the horn talking about it. It's it's just like it's it's such a small population, such a small portion, but they're consistently causing problems. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, that's why, you know, that's why they'd be on my list, because nothing ever happens to deter them or prevent them from doing that. Nothing.
1: Not a goddamn thing. And so, well,
0: if nothing's happening to prevent them from doing that, who is it that thinks it's a big issue? Because Democrats don't. Well, at least they aren't showing it they do because they haven't done anything to prevent it. mm Mm-hmm. I don't know man. It's just I think I think he said this comment just to get get a rise. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But all right, so let's journey into the comments. Cause he's just there's just some funny ones in here. Cause hashtag fucker fucker tire collarson, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Fucker Tyra Carlson. Uh, That's the episode title. Fucker Tyra Carlson. Um, (laughs) Dear at Fox News, every day Tucker Carlson remains employed at your network is another day that you are complicit in providing him with a platform to air his hateful anti-immigrant rhetoric that is embroiling white supremacist terrorism in America. Hashtag fire Tucker Carlson. Um, I think that's a bit of a stretch. Why is that? I mean... To, he, he, they are giving him a platform, sure. I mean, yeah, uh, hateful anti-immigrant rhetoric. Yeah, um, it's emboldening white supremacist terrorism. Again, that's that's like it's like I feel like it's giving an excuse to the white supremacists themselves. It's not their fault. Tucker Carlson made them do it. It's not the shooter's fault. Trump's rhetoric made him do it.
0: Yeah, no, I get your understanding. Because I think the real issue is that he politicized a mass shooting,
1: mm-hmm. rather than I don't know, talked about anything else. And that was from Ryan Knight at Proud Resister. So good God, I can only imagine what his Twitter feed's like. Somebody that just resists purely
0: for the joy of resisting—that's yep. that's constructive.
1: We got Edward Kakrabba Kak at EDK Photographer. White supremacy is. Actually, not the problem, but according to Tucker Carlson, Antifa and Black Lives Matter are the most violent terrorist groups with no record of killing anybody. Hashtag Tucker Carlson. Hashtag fire Tucker Carlson. Now, I have my own problem with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. Um, they don't have any record of killing anybody. True. That's 100% true to what I know. But they are violent. Yeah, Antifa. They have, they have been violent. Antifa is very violent. Antifa. Yeah, Antifa is definitely... Antifa could Tifa's be considered dumb, a. Man. Antifa could be considered a terrorist group. I think that's harsh. the
0: The anti-terrorist group.
1: Yeah, the anti-terrorist group could be considered
0: a terrorist group because the anti-terrorist group that uses fear and <laughs> violence to
1: promote what they believe. It's like it's like this. It's like again, I go back to Charlottesville, watch a Charlottesville documentary, um, and I was like, "Wow, Trump was right. There was fault on both sides." There was. Yeah. Like, to say Charlottesville (sighs) was strictly a white supremacist thing, um, I mean, yes, it was promoting white supremacy, but if you actually watch them, they were doing a protest to say what they believe. As wrong as it is, as disgusting as it is, that is their right. I don't agree with them. You don't have to agree with them. You shouldn't agree with them. But – you should agree with their right to do it. Because it's American. Because has the same right that you have yep. to do it. And Antifa came in, got in their face, and it got violent. Now the white Again, the push- white supremacists were actually pretty peaceful until Antifa made it violent. And they both I'm not gonna say Antifa made it, I don't know, I don't know who threw the first punch, but they equally got violent with each other. Antifa wasn't there to sit silently and no. observe. Antifa was there <clears throat> to get to beat them up. Because punch a Nazi. But
0: then again, the Nazis weren't there to be nice, good, loving neighbors. So No, they were not. They were there to say
1: Jews will not replace us, which is fucking disgusting. Yeah. But, oh, I mean, honestly, what, what you should do if you see them, just to fucking ignore them. Just ignore them. Don't cover them. Don't interact with them. Just let them do their thing. Don't even put it on the news. Just be like, oh, because then no one gives a shit.
0: Yeah, because you really shouldn't because it's just despicable and. It's very damaging. They just want highlights. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. So when the violence does start happening, it encourages all the people that are members, because now you've got some sort of rallying point. Oh, they're trying to take us out. Yeah. What happens if just no one was there? They feel like idiots. <laughs> yeah. They feel like idiots. It's like, who
1: are they yelling to themselves? Because they're not
0: getting it because they're not getting attention. If everybody just went to bed at four o'clock, like, nobody, <laughs> like it would have been the best response you could have had. Mm-hmm. But no, you got to give them a rallying cry because stupid Antifa. God, Antifa is just a bunch of idiots. I, I am sorry. It's like, like I, the I, dumbest of the dumb right there.
1: The dumbest of the dumb, but it's like I get I also get what they're trying to do. It's like
0: they're. I don't think they do either. They're
1: fighting the good. They think they're fighting the good fight against terrorism. Sure, but you don't do that with terror. Yeah. You don't fight hate with more hate. Exactly. Uh, This is from the Daily Edge. That whole
0: thing. That whole thing was just a meeting of two idiot groups that love to yell at each other. Yep. It's crazy. It's hilarious,
1: actually. Uh, it's 2019. We shouldn't be giving shows to racist idiots whose only job is to tell other racist idiots that they're not racist or idiots. Mm. Hashtag fire Tucker Carlson. How clever. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs>
0: Incredible vocabulary. Pure comedy.
1: Um, this is from Trump Defined. Uh, yeah, Trump Defined. At Trump Defined. Please tire Fucker Farlson. Um, fire Fucker Tarlson. Oh fuck. Fucker Tuckerson Defile Tucker Farlson. Damn I give up. <laughs> <laughs> that just that, oh just, need, that just need that just needed to be read because it's Tweet of the Week, dude. Trump defined you win. <laughs> you won Twitter. Um, this is from Deborah Mann 2Ns at damn man uh demand Pa. Oh my God, Demandpa! Shout out to Demandpa. How is Tucker Carlson any different than Alex Jones? Jones's platforms for lies and hate, hate mongering, have been muzzled. hashtag Fire Tucker Carlson. Now, that's a very good point. Because what? Alex Jones is the Infowars guy. Alex Jones is the Infowars guy turning the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> now, say what you want about Alex Jones.
0: <laughs> you can say a lot. You can
1: say a lot, but this person has a point. Demand Pa has a point. <laughs> now, I don't think it was right for him, for Alex Jones to be deplatformed. Um, Media has a problem with silencing conservative views. That's just a fact. They love it. They love, like, Facebook, On you cannot... Mention Alex Jones. Alex Jones was completely banned from Facebook. Now, if I put a post up saying, I defend Alex Jones, that post is getting taken down. It's getting taken down by Facebook because it's quote unquote hate. But if I put up a post saying, fuck Alex Jones, he's an anti, like he's a fascist, he's an asshole and a racist, that post stays up. That was Facebook's caveat. You can only post with Alex Jones if you're disagreeing with him. You're telling people. Oh, you're god. telling you're telling people what to think. They are controlling the narrative, which is extremely... They're allowed to think, which is extremely dangerous. You think? Yep. Good god. So, it's just an interesting point. Like Alex Jones got got muzzled. Why isn't fucker Tarlson? <laughs> retire? Fucker Tarleton. Fucker Farlson, Um. Fire fucker Yeah. <laughs> So like, it's oh, yeah, he's on Fox and, you know, he has a billionaire behind his back. So that's it. Fuck you, Tucker Carlson.
0: That, that usually helps.
1: Nash, any, any final thoughts on this topic before we go on to our last one real quick?
0: I think if you're going to try to solve white supremacy. You can't be an asshole about it. Mm-hmm. You can't stoop to their level. Because like Charlottesville thing, if you're going to match. Or if you're going to come at it with aggression, open aggression. Expect to get open aggression in return. Uh You don't because then you're not trying to solve the problem. You're trying to oust somebody. You're just trying to get rid of them. And people like to fight to not get got. To not get got. Yes.
1: (laughs) Precisely. Okay. Uh, Nash, our last story revolves around Equinox soul cycle. They face a boycott after the owner's Trump fundraiser. So, um, Equinox and soul cycle owner, Stephen Ross, also owner of the Miami dolphins. Fun fact is hosting a Trump fundraiser, um, out in the Hamptons. Um, you know, you pay $250,000 to get a ticket, which is fuck crazy. Um, and you can get, like, a round table with Trump. You can get, like, a discussion with Trump and whatever. You know, it's 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 a fundraiser. Um, happens all the time in politics. You know, the Clintons get paid millions of dollars to go and speak. So no one's up in arms about that. But people, celebrities, I don't know, I've never heard of these celebrities, but some certain celebrities are boycotting Equinox, saying you shouldn't go to SoulCycle, you shouldn't go to Equinox Gym, which Equinox itself is, like, $250 a month for membership. Um, and they're calling a boycott. On the gym, just because they disagree with what they think. that'll show them. Now you want to, you want to talk about division dividing the country? That's it.
0: Yeah, boycotting anything any major industry or any major thing at all. It's kind of next to impossible right now because of how much is tied up at one end of ownership. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like if you tried to boycott Procter Gamble, for example, I don't know why you would, but just as an example, you really probably couldn't buy anything. Just because their net is so huge and what they own. Mm -hmm. Boycotting things is incredibly difficult because they have other sources of revenue
1: that you probably don't know about. You probably haven't looked into. Yeah, I mean, boycotting is fine. I have no problem with boycotting. Like, I get it. You want to push your message out there. But there needs to be a valid reason to boycott something. This is not a valid reason. I am not a Trump. I am not a Trump supporter. I'm not a big fan of Trump, but I'm not gonna. Nor am I. I'm not gonna not be your friend if you are. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not gonna end a relationship or not talk to you or not interact with you because you think something. I'm not gonna tell others not to hang out with you because you think differently from me. He's a fucking asshole. I get it. You know, you think he he spews hate and he's dividing the country. I get it. I get where you're coming from. But you are not helping. That is not helping anything. That's going to further divide. You need to have a common ground. You need to find a way to coexist and get along. You need to find a way to talk to these people and have a rational discussion like that YouTube channel that guy does. Like Steven Crowder tries to do with the change my mind thing. Um, otherwise, yeah. it's going to further divide. This is division this is division yeah. textbook
0: I would agree with that and in America you're not boycotting unless you're throwing the stuff into the into the ocean that's just that's just easy 101 mm-hmm. American boycott tactics you don't just not do it you take all their products and drown it um, but I'll, I'll give another example just because this is this actually sort of happened to me so there's uh. I was in this history class in college and this girl who was uh, incredibly liberal, um, she didn't say that. I just assumed her green hair and everything else she said alluded to that. And she said there used to like her, her and her parents or something were going to this restaurant. That it was like really good Or Somebody like recommended it to them. And they like walked in, and there was like a picture of Trump like eating there and like shaking the manager's hands and all that. And she was like, "And I immediately left, and I will never eat there again." And I was like, "You're not going to eat there just because he he likes the food there? Like, uh, like there's this there's this Mexican restaurant, um, in Nashville or near Nashville. Oh, it's in Nashville City, and." It's got a, like one Obama visited there, and they've got a bunch of pictures of him like shaking the staff's hands and all that stuff. And you know it's a pretty you know Republican area here, and you you think people aren't eating there because Obama liked the Mexican food there? Like that's, that's just absolutely idiotic. Mm-hmm. That that's, that doesn't serve anybody's. Doesn't, they're not saying they support him. They're not saying you know this or that they're saying hey this famous person ate here and liked the food (laughs) we bet you will too right (laughs) right? you're not you're not doing any good by boycotting (laughs) by not eating at that restaurant because clearly it's gained some
1: amount of prestige Mm -hmm. so nash I i think that's all i got this week i am i got it all out i feel much better thank
0: you I I feel better too, man. This just agitates me how idiotic people are being, and how inactive politics are. And if you want there to be more action, let's look to reasons to come together and not go work out in an overly priced
1: gym yeah. in Hollywood. Like where where did the logic die? Where did the logic start? And when did all this to do- savage emotions and social brownie points kick in 1960 <laughs> and we'll be back next week as long as just- <laughs> that's a perfect place you to end you stay angry. Girl, oh my god I'm hang I'm, dude I'm fucking hangry right now uh, <laughs> um oh I threw out the rest of my pants did I I did throw it out. Fuck. All right, Nash, I think that's a good place to wrap up. You've been listening to the You Mad Bro Podcast. Guys, a very somber week this week. Hopefully next week we can talk about some more shenanigans, a little bit on the lighter side. Um, Microaggressions will be back next month. Headbangers will be back hopefully next week. We went a little long this week, but it was worth going long because some shit needed to be said. Um... We know you like it that way. We know you like it that way exactly. You Mad grow Pod Instagram Facebook, all the, all the works and dot to find the podcast Stitcher, um, iTunes Google everywhere podcast can be found Spotify. I'm Will Tarasuk. That's Nash Moore. Nash, any final thoughts?
0: I was going to say a joke, but it has to do with a gun, so I'm not going to do it. So I feel
1: even worse. Well, let's go play some violent video games and pretend we're superheroes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go murder Vikings. So and we'll be back next week as long as... You stay angry. Yeah, I'm always angry. <laughs>